Hello there. This is episode one of the Tramon Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kirk, and as always, I'm joined by my friend and co-host, Christian Rainwater. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Excited about this new podcast. Excited about talking about one of my favorite topics, Disneyland. All right. Well, we're just going to get right into it. Our big thunder topic of this week is going to be how Disneyland has changed in different phases of our lives. So all I have to say now is to all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. Hello, everyone. Welcome aboard Tramon, a Disneyland podcast. Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. As a courtesy to other passengers, we ask that there be no eating, drinking, or smoking on board. In just a few moments, we will begin our trip into the Disneyland Resort News and Topic of the Week. Ladies and gentlemen, this tram is ready to depart. Driver, you are clear. All right, so as we said at the top, welcome to episode one of the Tramon Podcast. We're probably going to do this bi-weekly. We'll see how that goes. And um, let's just start with the news. Uh, there's only one news topic this week, and that is that all Disney parks around the world are closed due to COVID-19. Wow. This yeah. hasn't happened. Disneyland's only been closed three times since its opening in 1955. So the first was the Kennedy assassination. Then it was the Northridge earthquake in 94, and then it was uh, 9-11, right? Yeah, 9-11, it just didn't even open. Oh, um, okay. And those have been one-day closures. It's never been closed two days in a row. So we're recording this on the first Saturday of the closure. So as of tomorrow, uh, that's it. That's that's a record. So uh, yeah, it's closed for two weeks till the end of the month. You think it's going to go longer than that? <sighs> I hope it doesn't. I really hope it doesn't, but uh, probably. I mean, if you know, if the U.S. Uh, follows the same pattern as uh, some of the other countries, it's going to be closed longer. Um, how long has Shanghai been been closed now? Oh, it's. I think it's already been closed a few weeks, but it's probably a good thing. You know, Disney being closed encourages other people to close as well, stay home. Uh, we want to get over this thing as fast as possible, so. If everyone just kind of self-isolates, washes their hands for 20 <laughs> seconds, then um, we should get out of this. We should get out of this all right. Nobody panic, but everyone be cautious and be wary. Um, you know, I had uh, tickets for Disney Sea in May. Oh. I still have tickets for Disney Sea in May. Well, so. you, you'll be all right. I mean, they're going to take care of you. And uh, yeah. I mean, you don't sound too mad because mm-hmm. you're being reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I bought them back in January before all this stuff happened. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Uh, well, hopefully I can go. I'm really hoping I can go. <laughs> and then we could do a whole episode on Disney Sea, right? <laughs> that we can. That we can. So speaking of episode topics, uh, let's get into this week's topic. So we're going to talk about how Disney has changed for us through different phases in our lives. So that's how we're going to split this up not like oh what does disney mean to me it's more than just the theme park because we all talk about that so um let's just start when we were a kid so you know when you were a kid let's say even before middle school you know what was disney like for you who did you go with what did you do there what do you remember from it so i remember when i was maybe in second or third grade that was the first time i learned what an annual pass was 
So I got my first annual pass. Uh, my mom got it for me and we would go for a couple hours at a time. But, you know, even before that, I remember whenever even Disneyland was talked about and we were going to go the next day, it was one of those sleepless nights where I was like so excited. I couldn't eat. I couldn't uh, sleep. I just wanted to, you know, go to Disneyland. And um, when we got the annual pass, it like completely you know, changed my world in all honesty. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was just like it was one of the I mean, it sounds corny to say, but like it was the happiest place on earth for me <laughs> when I was a kid. Uh, it was. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know where else to go with that, but yeah, some of my earliest memories of Disneyland involve two main things um, that both take place in a sunny, hot California fantasy land, and that's the music from the teacups. Anytime I hear it, which is every time I pass by, <laughs> I remember being a kid and the loud tick tock of the small world clock that just takes me straight back. And especially yeah. if it's sunny outside, if I feel it, that's just what I remember about being a kid. And you know, it's funny. I went with my parents a few times, but I went with my uncle Tolog the most. He he loved taking us everywhere and he would just take us all the time. Back when a day ticket was twenty four dollars. So it was wow. like, oh let's just go to Disneyland. And um any anything else from then is just like, you know, I remember all my little Mickey clothes I had. Um I remember Goofy's house the most. But the the funniest memory I have from grade school is it was after school and um, my cousin Autumn and I went to the same school and our uncle picked us up and he was like, guess what, guys, we're going to go to Disneyland. And that's I don't the, remember. That's the best feeling. That so is you, honestly the best. You feeling. would think it's the best feeling, but I don't remember which one of us it was. But one of us, I think, cried because we we're like, but we're going to miss Pokemon <laughs> because because <laughs> back then you couldn't record shows you had to record it on a vhs and i wasn't wasting vhs tapes on pokemon so you either watch it or it's gone and you know now people don't deal with that type of thing there's no like go home and watch tv because it's all on netflix but i remember three to four o'clock every day when i came home from school was my pokemon hour yeah we ended school at like 3 30 and <laughs> yeah. it was like go home watch pokemon so yeah. so we were we were bummed but then of course we had a good time after that i have this really vivid memory of me and uh when I was a kid, and the same thing was, I was with my uncle Sergio and my cousin Steven, and we uh, we were going to go on the Haunted Mansion, but I was like a big sissy when I was a kid, so I cried. I didn't want to go on. I <laughs> I thought it was, too, it was too scary of a ride for me to go on, so they all had to, like, coerce me, you know, to, to get on, and they got me the fries, the McDonald's fries that were across from uh, from the Haunted Mansion before. You know, Big Thunder. Thunder. No, it was Haunted Mansion. It was the the fisherman. That fisherman. Oh, they had him there too. They had him there. Well, I just learned something. Yeah, they had where the where that. Uh, what do they have there now? I, I, Harbor Galley, where have, they sell the lobster rolls. Yes, exactly. They used to have just McDonald's fries there. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, they had that cart in uh, in Frontierland too. Yeah. It was like that the Conestoga wagon. It's crazy to think that McDonald's had a. Uh, such a big presence in the park. I mean, yeah, there were the fry wagons. There was they had uh, McDonald's in DCA. Yeah, Burger Invasion. Yeah, next to uh, Pizza Umau. Wow. So, <laughs> so, so speaking of DCA, uh, that's the next thing I remember in my life. That was you know 2001. It opened. Yeah. So we we're in I think second and third grade, 
So I remember going there. So you want to, do you remember when it opened? Did you guys go there? We did. We did. I specifically have this vivid, vivid memory of going on the swings, of going on the orange beehive swings. I forget yeah. what it's called. Orange stinger. Orange stinger. The there orange you go. smell too, Yeah. Right? Yeah. I have a very vivid memory of that. Um, and McDonald's, same thing again. <laughs> I remember getting a number one, a Big Mac meal at DCA and thinking I could never reach that point of happiness in my life i was a fat kid i was a real fat kid i mean i mean i was too but see you were scared of rides i was yeah. scared of weird sauces on my burgers i was the plain cheeseburger <laughs> kid and i was that for a long time and sometimes i'll still get one but like as a special treat because yeah. you know i'm i'm good with ketchup and mustard and mayo right now oh, I know God, you, mayo yeah you hate me right? <laughs> oh no thank you yeah but um yeah, DCA was a was a weird time. So, you know, as a kid, it was just like, you know, Disneyland special, whatever. You don't remember too much. DCA, I, I remember a ton of it. Mm-hmm. And when it opened, you know, as a kid, it was it was cool, even though there weren't that many rides for us. The one thing I'll remember is... Superstar Limo. Oh, I went on Superstar <laughs> Limo. That's my claim to fame. I went on that ride. And I, I didn't think there was anything wrong with that. I was seven, eight years old. Yeah. Um, seeing Drew Carey and seeing Oprah. Yeah, that was... I mean... <laughs> I could see how it's terrible now, yeah. but it didn't make a difference as a kid. But I will never forget the the Oregon version of California Girls. If you look up, I think you look up DCA 1.0 or Disney California Adventure 1.0 on YouTube. There's a video that goes through the whole thing set to that music, and it is insane. It's it's so nostalgic. It hurts. Like Where did they play California Girls? Throughout the whole park. There's like Just, this... There's this there's this organ version of it that sounds like a boardwalk version of mm-hmm. it. And they probably played it on Paradise Pier. Yeah. Um, but you can just that's if you hear that, it'll take you take you right back. So yeah, DCA one point wasn't you know, as a kid, I didn't know any better. It was fun. Yeah. And, you know, now that we're talking about like being afraid of rides, another memory that really stands out is how my uncle wanted to take me and my cousin Autumn on California screaming and we're like no 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 we don't want to go on it we don't want to go on it. it's scary and the way he got us through it this is my uncle David shout out to him for always getting us through things he shout uh, out uncle David so he he said what do you think's gonna happen like, well, we don't know like, do you think you're gonna get hurt well I guess not and he's like well then why don't we go on and we're like okay fine we'll go on and we went on and we went on like two three more times because awesome. it was so fun and you know I always remember California screaming um it's in credit coaster now which is it's fine but, you know, I'll, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget the, the really weird California vibe right. of California Adventure. Right. And the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire attraction. Oh, my God. There was that. <laughs> my dad, for my birthday, who he, he thinks the last time he took me to Disneyland is this old picture I posted. Um, early 90s, you know, like my mom had a neon I think I know what you're pack. talking about. Yeah, it's on my uh, at Disney Park Vibes Instagram account. Uh, shameless plug. You don't have to follow. <laughs> but it's on there. Um he thought that was the last time, but I do remember he took me for my birthday once, and I don't know if we went to both parks, but we definitely went to California Adventure, and we went to this ABC Studios stage show restaurant where all the cast that members were working there. Yeah, they were all like in character as being on a stage show. It was super weird, but I'll never forget it because I even thought it was weird back then. Where was that? Was it uh, by Award Wieners? It was a little further up from award wieners i think it's like that Cahuenga building oh yeah uh, i think it's that one and you, you know you could look that up that's that was a weird restaurant i don't even remember what the food was like because it was a weird vibe and so my dad did take me to that he probably forgot but but yeah he did take me 
So then I think I had like a, a Disney drought. I don't yeah, think same. I went at all until like grad night. How about you? Did you go in like middle school? So uh, for my eighth grade trip, we every you know every year in in my elementary school, they took the eighth graders to Disneyland. That was a thing. It was like all thirty six of us. We had thirty six in my class. Uh, we got to spend one of our last days in school in Disneyland. So um, I went with my two best friends at the time. Robert Diaz and uh, George Castro and my dad was there and he was our chaperone and it was a great day oh that was awesome but before that um I had my pass when I was in third grade so I had a few years where I just I didn't really go um I have a uh you know when I was I think in seventh grade I went once um and I went with my friends and it was it was awesome you know when back when we were like 12 13 and we didn't have our parents around that way, it felt great. It felt so liberating. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did go before grad night. In high school, um, when I right when I turned 18, that's when I got my uh, my first SoCal pass. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right when they started the payment plan. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. So well, literally, probably, probably a good month after they started the program is when I, uh, I got my SoCal pass. Back when it was, I don't know, $12 a month or something like that. And we were able to go Sundays. So that was a thing for me. Before all the social media, before, you know, really where the park is now. Um, wow, it's almost 10 years ago that I got I got that pass. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then we went to grad night. Yeah, so I think around that California Adventure Time is when my uncle bought me the SoCal Select Pass. Oh, and I was like, oh my God, how could you spend a whole $99 on me? <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I don't deserve these. Are you sure? He's like, no, 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 we'll go. I'm like, but we have to come like three times to do that. <laughs> and, you know, here I am, I go like 50 times a year on a pass that costs like $1,300. And, and we all have that. But it's like, you know, that was such a different time. It and, was, it was. And we'll, we'll get to why that, why I think that's changed. But yeah, I think beyond that, I didn't go at all until grad night. My parents, I love them. They're great mm. parents. They didn't like Disneyland. Mm. Um, they were fine with Disney. It yeah. was just like, I don't want to go to a theme park. So, yeah, I remember grad night. Um, Who'd you hang out with on grad night? Um, I I don't know how I did this. I roamed around. Did and, you really? And met up with a bunch of different people. I So, I, I would I remember hanging out with... Uh, Ryan and RJ at, at the castle. Mm-hmm. And then I remember going uh, to the small world dance area. And that was yeah. with you, Gabriel Huerta, and, oh, Gabriel Huerta. and uh, Vinny. And so I remember grad night. I remember somehow just finding everyone. Yeah. Um, and that was, you know, I guess grad night now doesn't have the dance stuff in Disneyland. Doesn't. We, well, we, it's in DCA now, right? Yeah. So we were class of 2011. So uh, we're both, we're 26, 27 years old. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we were the last year where you would only go to Disneyland and you would go till six in the morning. Now, did Gabriel Huerta really jump the fence? No, Gabriel Miranda. Oh, oh, Gabriel, oh, duh. Why am I saying Huerta? Yeah, Miranda. Yeah, he was banned. So how else would he get in? He wasn't allowed to go to grad night because of some nonsense with was he was he doing the skateboarding it was a skateboarding yeah yeah do you do you remember uh seeing him on the curb seeing him on the curb yeah. oh my god his car got towed wow. that was i i still don't know how he did that that's yeah. insane um and 
Which, I didn't think it's possible to sneak yeah, into he Disneyland. Wasn't, he wasn't. It's like he wasn't trying to break into Disneyland. He was trying to be allowed to go to Gretna, and it's still. I don't condone it. It was yeah. bad, but you know, looking back, it's pretty funny. Yeah. But so I went to Grad Night, and I was like bitten by the Disney bug, and I went. Um, the next time I went was uh, the next phase. We're gonna talk about the after high school phase. So I promised my girlfriend at the time we'll go to disneyland and that was like a whole hundred dollars a ticket or something oh, like wow. that and i was oh maybe it wasn't that much i think it's was, it was something like that and mm-hmm. i was like okay we'll go so we went december of 2011 and while i was there buying the tickets it, it was a weird day and the, the cast member at the ticket booth convinced me to get the socal pass on monthly payments and i texted uh, my best friend rj and he was like yeah i still got my pass i'm like okay so i, I bought a pass that day and that was the first day I went. So, yeah, the after high school phase was probably defined by going to Disneyland with a girlfriend. So, did you go through that? Yeah, 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 hundred uh, percent. But really quick, back to to Grand Night. I actually have a picture with uh, Kayla in front of the castle. It's crazy. Like, just, I don't. That's the only picture and memory I have. I think of Grand Night. I don't think i have any pictures from that and i think it's because she saved it not because i saved it oh yeah kayla and i have every picture we've ever taken since yeah 2011 um i mean yeah you'll see you'll see kayla in my blue milk pictures yeah shout out to kayla uh yeah i remember one grad night memory i remember meeting up with her at the lighthouse next to storybook canal boats which uh if you haven't done that at night that's really cool yeah yeah it's one of the classics but um yeah 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 i think Disneyland is a really good spot to go on dates. It's a place where you can talk. It's a place where you can kind of ex- have little experiences, little bite-sized experiences with, you know, another person. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, I had my fair share of uh, girlfriends over the past few years. So, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, 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 we would go to Disneyland quite often. And that's, like you said, that's like the after, um, you know, after high school uh, phase that we had since like i said since i was 18 i've had my pass so whatever girlfriends i've had since then you know i've gone to disneyland with so yeah uh right after high school um there was you know this this time where i just i just always wanted to go to disneyland passes were cheap and um i had bought my girlfriend at the time in like 2012 a pass because that was like it's like twelve dollars a month or yeah. something like that and i was like in Good college times. my parents didn't give me money in college i mean they provide everything for me but like spending know, money yeah but yeah. I, I worked at a library making 855 an hour all excited that it was 55 cents above minimum wage and i and i bought two disney passes and it was like you know once you have the pass disneyland is a cheap date it is you it you go there you, you can eat somewhere else you can eat there for like it used to be like eight bucks a person. Mm-hmm. Now prices have gone up to like every, even the chowder is like eleven dollars yeah. a bowl or something. But yeah, it was it was a nice time to go for a few hours. And back then you could buy a parking pass for a hundred dollars mm-hmm. and just add it to your SoCal nothing pass. Go on Sundays. It was like, what do you want to eat? And yeah. it's like, oh, let's just go to Plaza Inn and get some fried chicken. It was Sunday. really like the first subscription that we had outside of like Netflix. It was like that monthly thing. Like I have the, you know, AMC A-list now. And that's another subscription that, you know, that I just add to the million that I have. 
but it was the first monthly payment that I was like, well, I'm already paying, you know, I might as well go. So, and that's where the cheap date comes in, you know? Yeah. It was, it was always just an option to go, you know, friends want to hang out. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone had passes back then. Cause I mean, when we were younger, we had less responsibilities, even yeah. though we had less money, but the passes cost nothing. Yeah. You know, they, they've gone up in price so much. Yeah. Um, but you know, let's not get into that. We all know that, but yeah, I remember convincing my, uh, my cousin, Derek, my friend Lewis, uh, to get passes. I convinced, uh, Sosa at one point and Sosa doesn't even go on rides. Doesn't so, go on rides? He doesn't go on rides. So, um, but yeah, I convinced him a couple times actually to get a pass. And I was like, oh, you know, you'll go. You'll go. We'll go eat dinner. You know, we'll go do three different things. And he went twice in the year. You know, I guess Damn. the bug bug bites certain people. doesn't bite, you know, other people. But I think for both of us, it bit us pretty hard, even in the beginning. Yeah, so. it's, it's not for everyone. Yeah. Uh, and I, I get it. You know, back then it was like, yeah, it was it was just such an easy place to go. And, you know, Disneyland's a cute place. Let's yeah. be real. You take all those cute pictures, you're holding yeah. hands, all that stuff, all the music's playing. And you got Married Life playing from up on Main Street. <laughs> like, that's Main Street to me, Married yeah. Life. Um, and, yeah, it was, you know, and it was like, oh, this is a special day. We'll eat at Blue Bayou. And it was, like, more special than regularly going to Disneyland. Right. So I still like, haven't taken Brandy to my current girlfriend to... Uh, to Blue Bayou. Well, yeah, when I mean, it reopens. Yeah. I mean, all those reservations are going to be open. Blue Bayou is like one of those, the vibes are better than the food. It is. 100%. But the food's not bad. Yeah. It's, it's I good. still try to make a reservation for lunch to get, because the Monte Cristo is one of the best, the best things I've ever eaten in my life, in all honesty. <laughs> do you get that at Cafe Orleans? I do. Yeah. And the, uh, the, the fries. Oh, the, the, yeah, the pommes frites. Those yeah. are, those are good. Those I, are good. I'm not yeah. big on garlic, but those fries are yeah. And that Cajun sauce that it comes with. Oh, oh yeah. It's delicious. But um, yeah, we got to go to Blue Bayou. We've done Carthay Circle. We just did Napa Rose. Um, I'm trying to hit all like the, the fancier places. Um, Steakhouse, I still have never been. So yeah, leading leading right into probably, I'm going to say the next phase, the adult phase. Yeah. So, you know, the, the kind of after the college years yeah. type of thing. When you're Where 25. we have some money. Yeah, we you know we have steady jobs. Yeah, um, you know we're doing podcasts for fun, for no money, things right. like that. So it was like, you know, you try to do the the things that used to be too rich for your blood, right? Right, and like, I love eating at Disneyland. Same, and I I'm gonna say that the the current phase I think that we're in, and I think it's this is for both of us, is Disneyland as an experience rather than a theme park with rides, mm-hmm. where in a weird way we get more out of it now, mm-hmm. even though we're not kids where it's that like imaginary magic is kind of gone. But then there's that new magic of like, Oh, it smells really good here. Yeah. This is what the plants look like. This is the, the music. Let's go draw an animation Academy. Or let's go build a lightsaber. Yeah. Let's you know? go build a lightsaber exactly one time. Yeah. Because you know, <laughs> so worth it. Yeah. So worth it. <laughs> um, and you know, then there's there's the food and wine festival. The yeah. food and wine festival is like I look forward to that every year. Um, you know, the the same playlist that plays over and over again, but <laughs> that's fine. I like um, how they're making it more of a regular thing now. Yeah, all the food festivals, right? Yeah, like, where uh so they did holiday what was it called? The uh Festival of Holidays. Festival of the Holidays, and then they did the Chinese New Year one. Yeah, they just call it Lunar New Year. Lunar they, New they get everyone in oh, there. Which I see. is yeah. It, <laughs> and then and then and they roll food and wine. right into food and wine. Like they leave a few boots up mm-hmm. in between. And they're getting fancier with their signs. Yeah. yeah the, the, so the avocado one, pretty cool. They started that 
uh, Lunar New Year, uh, the one before this one, they actually had it, I think. Mm-hmm. And I guess they thought like, okay, we got to do this for everything. Yeah. And, you know, even food and wine has evolved over the years. And it used to be like six bucks a plate, but mm-hmm. the portions were smaller. But what I do miss is there were uh, wine pairings with every dish. Yeah, I do remember that. It was the food and wine yeah. festival. Now it's like, ah, eh, there's some wines, it's mostly drinks, which is fine. You know, it, yeah. things have to change. So my first food and wine actually was in Disney World. Oh. Uh, the first time I went to Disney World, I hit the last day of food and wine. The very, very last day. So it was packed at Epcot. Super, super packed. But portion size was actually pretty similar to what it is here. Um, but back then, each plate cost $4. Wow. Yeah. And that was in 2014, 2015? 2015, I think. And each plate was either three fifty or four dollars. Um, I could be wrong; could just you know have you know rose tinted glasses on that. But uh, I just remember it being fairly cheap, and trying things in Japan, trying things in Mexico, you know the different pavilions, mm. and um, being pretty amazed that they had this like food festival within their theme park. I was like, man, you know, hopefully one day they bring food and wine over to. I thought it would be Disneyland, but. They brought over to DCA, which makes a lot more sense. I mean, I I think food and wine's been around for a while, but I, I don't remember it. I think they they like did something originally. Maybe it went away. Maybe this isn't this isn't the time to be like guessing things because then people yeah. are like you're wrong. Yeah, but <laughs> but we, yeah, we could do the kind of funny you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, when we get more listeners, maybe we'll take corrections. Yeah, but now. Uh, I don't know. Some friends said they'll listen. Yeah. But, um, sure. Just, you know, just respond to our Instagram stories or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, it's, you know, as a, as a food place, I guess Disneyland is, you know, you start to look for all the new little things. Like, did you hear about that new sandwich at, um, Jolly holiday and like all these, like, you know, you become the food guide for people like, Mm -hmm. like, Oh, there's a, there's a big potato. And it's like, yeah, you got to go to Troubadour Tavern. Like, where is that? Like, inside the fantasy land theater and i didn't even know that i just had right. to like find out from instagram have you had the gray stuff yeah the gray stuff is delicious i don't know if i've had the gray stuff the gray stuff spoiler alert is like a cookie with a red velvet cake and buttercream frosting that's gray colored yeah it's like a weird cupcake completely covered in frosting but that's yeah that's a red rose tavern which i'm really glad is permanent now yeah because it was a temporary thing when the beauty and the beast live action came out right yeah but it's you know, you got Gaston's pub look in there. Yeah. Or, and it's... Do, do you remember the, the madness over the cups? Yeah. The, the and then, cups? like, a couple weeks later... They're they were in, everywhere. They're in World of Disney. Yeah. They're in uh, whatever stores attached to Trolley Treats. Like, yeah. Yeah, they're everywhere. And, you know, things are different now. Are. I think, like, the the reason Disney is so busy right now, I think, is, like, a few things that happen all at the same time. So my theory here is the 60th. The 60th blew up. The yeah. 60th, I mean, it was cool. It was not that special. So like, 2015, right, was the 60th? Yeah. yeah. That's when it started. It was right. 18 months long. Jesus. Yeah. And it had, you know, the diamonds everywhere. Right. And it was like a cool vibe. But right when the 60th popped off, Instagram got real big. Huge. Right. Instagram got big. This was a little before influencers, but like everyone was all over Instagram. I think they... You know, Snapchat filters were a thing. Mm-hmm. And then Instagram knocked off their stories. Yeah. And everyone got FOMO. Yeah. And after the 60th, there is no more off season. 
they're like, you know, if the park closes at nine, you know, no one's going to be there. But it used to just be like, I would go on a Sunday and, you know, in the previous phase we talked about, I'd go on a Sunday, eat some fried chicken, go on Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, Mountain, yeah. no problem. And then the 60th happened and the crowds never really died down until Galaxy's Edge of all times. Like, I It became went, a ghost town. Yeah. So, you know, there was that fear mongering of it's going to be so busy. They're going to run out of parking. I was thinking they were going to run out of parking. Yeah, I thought we were scared. I thought Disneyland was over. I'm like, yeah. this is it. Once it opens, it's never going back to this. So enjoy everything. I went the night before it opened to the public and I went on every single ride. Yeah. And it was great. And then I followed the good thing about Instagram. I followed Instagram the next day. No one was there. So after work, you went, I went, to there was no one at the turnstiles to get in. There wasn't a single person in front of me wow. to get their ticket scanned. I walked straight there and the cast members were like, come on in. We know you want to. No one. It was crazy. And it stayed that way the whole summer. Disney blocked deluxe passes. They bought cast members, which they undid. Yeah. But it was so nice. It, it was really nice. It was nice if yeah. you had a signature. I did yeah. feel really bad for deluxe pass members, pass holders, though, because deluxe is not cheap. And, mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to create like this cast system where it's like, you know, you need to have money to go. But it's just kind of how it goes. If if Disney on cost 20 bucks to get in, they'd hit capacity at 10 in the morning. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I think I blame the 60th and Instagram, but you know, more people are enjoying it. So yeah. you, you got to look at it that way. And now that there's more people there, there's more millennials there. They try really hard with the food. Do you think, um, I know one of Bob Iger's big missions when he started at Disneyland was to, you know, redo DCA. And it was like the, he, I don't know what they call it exactly. I know there's a name for it, but just completely redoing DCA from the ground up. That's when they, you know, did Buena Vista street, got rid of the golden gate bridge uh, I mean, they did a lot. Yeah, there's Little Mermaid. They, yeah. they painted Paradise Pier. They Disney-fied DCA. Because before it wasn't really... It was a Disney park without any characters, without anything like that. So I think that has something to do with it, too. Yeah, there was... You know, if if you watch the Imagineering story you'll, you'll on Disney+, Plus, you'll kind of see... Great, like, great show. Love I love show. it. That yeah. thing, not much brings me to tears. I kind of tear up during yeah. that show. But they... Now, they talk about how it was kind of slapdash. Um, if you watch some other things that aren't officially Disney, it's everything there was like an off-the-shelf ride. It was mm -hmm. like, oh, let's buy this spinner. Yep. Let's buy this swing set. And everything was like that. And, and yeah, I remember when they were redoing Buena Vista Street. They opened Cars Land. <clears throat> and I think right after the 60th, right before Pixar Pier, mm -hmm. to me, DCA, besides, let's say, Hollywoodland, was, like, perfect. They nailed California. They yeah. redid Grizzly Peak, Grizzly Peak Airfield, one of my favorite areas, one of my favorite loops. Paradise Pier had a really good vibe. Cars Land was great. Buena Vista Street was great. And it, DCA was still, like, a, a passholder park. I mean, kind of still is, but it was more of the passholder park. People weren't really going to DCA for one-dayers, and we were able to go, buy a beer, walk around, and get on pretty much anything we wanted back then. Yeah, it was it was really nice. And then, you know, they started doing Pixar and you know, I don't I don't want to be negative here. Yeah. But they, you know, they did Pixar and they did their Avengers Campus is going to open probably this year. I think it's a, they said July 18th. Well, you know, well, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah. You know, I am not opposed to Disneyland changing. You know, Disneyland will never be complete. 
Yeah. But it's like we had an identity for like such a short amount of time. DCA had its identity and now it's like, you know, Disney's intellectual property adventure. It's just like, what can we shove in here? And I know we all want the third gate and, you know, you can fit a whole park in Toy Story uh, parking lot, but, you know, it's not going to happen for a while. So, you know, I'll embrace the change, um, but, you know, it's different now. DCA to me is like the hangout park. It so, is. you know, this, you know, at this age, you know, I'll never be tired of Disneyland, mm-hmm. but DCA has that, like the modern design. It's not really hub and spoke because I think they realize it's, unless you're as big as Walt Disney World, it's going to be too crowded. You know, they've got wide walkways, wide sidewalks. And everything wheelchair accessible. Yeah. There's, I don't think you have to do too many, like go through the exit type no. things because everything's wider. Yeah. Um, more bathrooms, bigger bathrooms. Um, they're just, it's planned out a little better. Right. Although, you know, the, the big lake in the middle is kind of, or the, well, sorry, you got World of Color big. there, though. Yeah. And, and World of Color is, you know, if you haven't seen it in a while, go, go watch it. I had it in a while and I walked through and I was like, wow, this is like really spectacular. This it really is. One it still the, is. Yeah. One of the best things Disney has done when you really see it from yeah. afar and it's like. I remember so, as a kid watching the Bellagio water show in Vegas and being like, wow, this is amazing. And then, yeah, like uh, I saw World of Color and that's spectacular. That's. That was a water show, you know, it, it had music that I liked. It had things, you know, different movies that I, I was nostalgic about. It had, um, it was relatability. It related to, to my life, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, have you done any of the, the dining packages? Yeah, I've actually done two dining packages. So there was one I did for Valentine's Day uh, in like 2013 or maybe, maybe 2012. It was at Ariel's Grotto, which is, is gone. It's the Lamplight Lounge now. And I never, uh, I never ate there. It was good, but it was like, you know, you meet the princesses during certain times, but did you meet Ariel? No, no. So it wasn't the princess hour. It was like, it was just, you know, two meals, Mm -hmm. 40 bucks a piece, got some Italian chopino soup or stew. It was good. And that, that was like, here's a, here's a ticket to the front of world of color. And that, I think that was the first time I watched it too. So it was like insane splash zone, all that. And then I did one alone when Fantasmic was redone a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I got a reservation for two just in case someone wanted to go. And I know most, most people don't have passes anymore. Right. You know? And so I went to Riverbell Terrace and got some fried chicken sandwich and like this special like Maleficent dessert because of, uh, because because of the, of the movie. No, because of Fantasmic. Oh, because of Fantasmic. Yeah. Um, and so I got to sit kind of in the front they didn't give us the butt pads though like they do at blue bayou but it was like oh you get to sit right up against the gate the fire is coming against you so like you know if you haven't watched like a full show or like you're always standing behind someone or you don't get a fast pass like do the dining thing like it's good at least once yeah yeah back in uh i think this last august um i took brandy to dca and i was like you know it was like six o'clock at night i was like I'm going to try to get us reservations for Lamplight. So I got us reservations um, for, I think it was like 8.30, somewhere around there. Um, actually, it was, a, it was a little later because we were able to watch World of Color. We didn't have to buy a dining package. Um, when I got there, I checked in with uh, this girl who went to my elementary school. And her name was uh, Rebecca, Rebecca Tejada. And I was like, man, I know you from somewhere. And come to find out, she went to elementary school with me, and she was in my sister's class. And 
she kind of hooked it up. She gave us a uh, a nice little area in the uh, like the peninsula area of the of the restaurant. Yeah, with the fireplace. Yeah, and uh, we had a perfect view of World of Color, and that was Brandy's first time watching it. And that was the first time I had seen it at least in a year. So it was a really, really cool experience. We had a couple of drinks. We were by the fire. Um, it, that was really nice. Um, I did a dining package at Blue Bayou a few years back. I think it was for Mother's Day um, for, or with my mom and with my sister. Uh, we, we did it, and I think it was $100 a person. It, it was around there. The three courses. Um, you were able to get a drink. So I got the mint julep, which was awesome. Uh, and we were actually able to find a bench that was just empty. It wasn't part of the closed off area. It was just an empty bench. It was probably because it was a later parade. Hmm. It was, uh, the 10 o'clock parade, but still we were able to find a, uh, a bench where all three of us were able to sit and we were able to watch the whole thing. I don't remember if it was electrical parade. It might've been when electrical parade was back or what was the one right after like the upgraded electrical paint parade? the night paint the night yeah so it might have been paint the night um but other than that i have not done any dining packages i think that was the only time yeah there you know it always depends on when you're able to go and and if you're able to get good spots my yeah. favorite spot for parades is i think the first showing of a parade they come from it's a small world and at the right side at the end of the walkway there's no sidewalk. It just kind of flows into the street. Right. And you get the first introduction. And as soon as the intro goes, cast members pull the gate open and you see the parade come out and you see its first run. And that's probably when, when all the cast members are like most enthusiastic because they haven't had to do it for what half an hour at that point. I mean, point. they do a good job though. I they see do. them go towards the Matterhorn and wave at it when yeah. it's, you know, it's just part of the routine. Like, you know, they're pros and and speaking of the Matterhorn, do people still climb the Matterhorn? They haven't climbed the Matterhorn in a while. They did some anniversary thing a few yeah, years back. They repainted, right? Yeah. So what they did was they actually removed some snow. They oh, made okay. it more like more like the Matterhorn. Yeah, and like more realistic snowfall. They yeah. fixed a few things. Um, I think they, you know, they redid the Yeti mm-hmm. a little while back. Um, there's more butt padding now. Yeah. But yeah, they and you don't have to lap it anymore. <laughs> you don't have to. or You don't get to. You don't get to. <laughs> and no, it was the most awkward when it was family. Yeah, oh God, yeah, that, that was mean, horrible. <laughs> but you know, that, it was more bobsled like, and now it's it's six seats instead of eight. Yeah. Um, you know, back when I was going to to Mount Sac, I uh, I had for some reason one of my first semesters, one of the only available classes was a CAD class. So I learned AutoCAD for a whole semester. And my teacher, her name was Christine. She was like twenty something, and she, she was young enough to where she didn't want us to call her Miss. So she's like, my name's Christine. And she, at that time, was working on the new seats at the Matterhorn. Oh. Yeah, so she was part of, I don't know, think she was, like, officially employed by Disney. She was probably, like, a contractor mm-hmm. that was hired as, like, part of Imagineering or whatever. Um, but she worked on those seats. So every time I go in, I'm like, oh, you know, thanks, Christine, for <laughs> making my... Uh, non-lap experience a little better <laughs> thanks christine it's your fault it's your fault. <laughs> no um yeah i mean the trick there is uh kind of lean forward a little bit because it's, it's such a rough ride but i love the matterhorn yeah you know, it's it, there's a what is it track a or track b is that is that how they there's a, i don't know the left and the right yeah you know. which is which is your uh preferred i think the left isn't as rough 
people say the right is faster. I got into some argument. With... Left is longer, right? I think it's like 20 seconds longer. Maybe. It, yeah, I, I forget which is which, but there's one I know that's longer. It goes from like two minutes and five seconds to two minutes and 30 seconds or something like that. I, I think it's all based off personal experience. I got in a little argument the other day with uh, with little Sienna from uh, the Mini Mice. Uh, they have a podcast. Um, and they... She was saying, no, no, the left is faster. I'm like, no, the left is smooth. The right's faster. But really, it's just like, hey, which one do you like more, you know? Right. And and know, which one you're forced to go on sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they just have one completely shut off. Yeah. And, you know, it's, you know, just, just do what makes you happy, I guess. Yeah. You know, don't argue. Oh, I, now I remember they, the way that they, they describe it is either the Fantasyland side or the Tomorrowland side. Yeah. So... What's funny is, for some reason, the Matterhorn used to technically be in Tomorrowland. A few weeks ago, I told my friend Nicole, I was like, hey, uh, did you know Matterhorn used to be in Tomorrowland? She's like, they moved that whole mountain? (laughs) No, they moved the border on the map, dude. (laughs) But um, but yeah, so yeah, that makes sense. Because, you know, I always, you always kind of forget like, oh, right. When you go through, go to Tomorrowland, you kind of go through like that whole it's its own little area in all honesty because it doesn't even small small world is considered it's fantasy land yeah but yeah that's like a whole other area i always forget it's there sometimes yeah like because fantasy land to me is the the square you know like we'll put the carousel in the middle yeah and in and to me it even extends into into um teacups and you know the alice wonderland yeah but once you hit you know uh small world that's a whole trek to get there you know what i mean but yeah, I think those are like mini lands kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of, kind of like what the, I guess they wanted to do with Harry Potter back in the day. How they wanted to have a Harry Potter, a mini land within Fantasyland, but it's not its own land. So I guess they haven't doing that back, you know, since they made Matterhorn and Small World or whatever, but whatever. I digress. Yeah. And then we've got like Critter Country, which <laughs> is like, you know, what's funny is as I've gotten older, I appreciate Critter Country more, even though I it's love like, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. I love that ride. And yeah. I think I love it because of Kingdom Hearts. Let's be real. Yeah, probably. But, you know, that, that ride's and, like... And the store. The store is one of my Dude, favorites. Pooh's Corner is yeah. like... I love that store. And especially at Christmas time. They put the lights up. I'm mm-hmm. like, I know. This is time. And I always go in there. All the desserts are the same. The Tigger Tail. Yeah. Well, yeah, they got that. But, like, mm-hmm. almost everything's the same. Yeah. But it's like... But I like being in there. Yeah. It's so nice in there. Do you think that's uh, your favorite store in the park? I think it is. In Inside Disneyland yeah yeah I, I in the resort um i used to like the old world of disney hmm. but um inside disneyland or no yeah inside disneyland for sure and inside dca um i think that still beats it i mean yeah. the shops on buena vista street are pretty cool my but... shop my ride or die shop is the one in grand california Ooh, i love that shop i don't maybe Shout out to Disney Vacation Club. Maybe it's just because they have the Vacation Club merch. But I love that store. I mean, There's nobody ever in it. They always have, you know, some unreleased pin. I bought my Goofy Movie uh, VHS pin in there. And uh, it's very, you know, tranquil in there. Like, I never have seen more than four people in that store. Yeah, because it's, it's a place where you buy weird merch. Yeah. Like, and, you know, I've got, like, every mug they'll ever sell there I buy. Yeah. They've got, like, all the cute pins. Like home is where the hearth is, stuff, yeah. stuff like that, and then of course like snacks and stuff for people staying there. And yeah, it's I, you know, that's the other thing. You know, we're older. We like walking through the Grand California, and I know it amazes everyone, but it's like 
if you can go to Hearthstone Lounge mm-hmm. or like Napa Rose and even now Craftsman Bar and Grill. I still have yet to try it. Oh, Craftsman's great. And, yeah. you know, the Craftsman Grill is just whitewater snacks, mm-hmm. but Craftsman Bar is just really chill. It's by the pool, but you don't have to be a guest to go there. Um, they've got some TVs if you're into that. Um, they've got this really cool Stein slash mug. Um, if you buy a beer mimosa, which is shockingly good. A beer mimosa. Shockingly good. Is it like with a shock top? No, it's uh, some sort of, I think some sort of lager, because um, of course. And then there is a little bit of Prosecco in there and, uh, you know, some orange. And it's it's just really good. Like, I, I couldn't believe how good it was. I'm like, this sounds disgusting, but yeah, I'll take it. I want that mug. I need to try it. You know what I still haven't tried is the... Uh the the new the new little restaurant the new uh quick service restaurant in um in uh, Adventureland Adventureland you haven't gone to Tropical Hideaway I haven't gone to Tropical Hideaway I've walked in you you walked me into that place but I have yet to try the uh, what are they called the oh, ba- the bows the Dude, bows yeah my favorite bow is gone this is how long uh, you've RIP. taken bud the- I was on keto for a while now I'm off so the be- the bulgogi beef and potato bow they don't have that anymore. It's that sounds gone. delicious. So they used to have that chicken and lime or lime chicken um, and vegetable. The bulgogi beef is now replaced with a loco moco bao. That doesn't sound bad. So here's the thing. I've never had a loco moco, but I've been told what it is. That's um, one of Brandy's favorite foods. Is uh, loco yeah. Moco. So I, I, uh, I started trying all the loco moco stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have this, uh, Kind of like an Instagram friend, Alex. She was like, oh, the food the, and wine. She was like, that the food and wine one is wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but there's one at it was, the, it, the bow. And I, it was I, my favorite food and wine thing. So I, I went to the bow one and I had to tell her, like, okay, I've never had one, but this isn't one. There's like no egg. It's just like <laughs> meat. And, but the meat tastes really good. See, like, yeah. it's not, if you don't think it's a loco mocha, it's delicious, but it's, it's just like meat and it comes with mushroom gravy, which is so good. Yeah. That was and I'm delicious. not big on mushrooms and that, that bow is like, do it. And then there's like the pork lumpia. Um, they got rid of the... Is that pork. like a standard bow? I mean, I don't know what standard bow is. They but... just rotate the menu kind of. Oh, okay. So it's just like part of it now. And there was a there was a pineapple cream cheese lumpia. It's gone. Hard pass on the cream cheese. I love cream cheese, well, but I can't eat dairy anymore. But uh, there's a spicy pork lumpia, which mm-hmm. is pretty good. And now there's this new sweet one that I don't think has any dairy in it. You'd have to ask them, but it, it just, it's got jackfruit and a couple other things in it. Sounds pretty good. But Tropical Hideaway is like my place. So, you know, my Disney Instagram is at Disney Park Vibes. And that's just like why I go there now. It's for the vibes. And Tropical Vibes, I'm all about. Yeah. I listen to Tropical music. I'll buy Tropical clothing. I, you know, I love Hawaii. I love Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. I get that weird uncle who shows up in the Hawaiian shirts. They're so comfy. Now, would you pay $150 for one of the Tommy Bahamas on Main Street? There's a Tiki Room one, and I picked it up, and I think it was $170. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, I want this so bad, but we're not there yet. But um, they've got a, they've got a lot of like Hawaiian-style shirts with the rides and stuff now. Mm. But, oh, there will be a point where I buy Tommy Bahama Disney shirts and wear them. They're so, um, they feel like so good, they look so nice. That's, I think they're rayon, which is like the material <laughs> for Hawaiian shirts. It's so soft, and I, I think it breathes well. But you know, all about the vibes, all about the music, tropical hideaway. You know, you got to go there and just sit down. There's like chill music playing. You got Rosita telling her little jokes. Uh, you got Jungle Cruise going by. You hear yeah. the little of the little. 
it's it's one of those things which i don't know why i haven't done it i really don't know because it's been there for about a year now right yeah yeah that's beyond me why i haven't tried it it's kind of off to the corner and no one used to go to aladdin's oasis like i'm like oh replace aladdin's oasis like what are you talking about so you know if 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 you're in this stage of your disney life uh the the after college years um Go there, hang out. There's no drinks, of course, at Disneyland, but go hang out. You know what? I think uh, this calls for a new segment on the show, Kirk's Recommendation. So every week we'll have uh, Kirk recommend something that you don't typically do in Disneyland. Yeah, I'm all about that. You yeah. know, people show up, they're like, oh, what do you normally do? I'm like, I do a lot of weird stuff here. And <laughs> I, like, well, I'm like, well, there's a mini world of color by Pixie Hollow. And that's not a secret anymore. And if you're listening to this, you probably know about it. So, yeah. you know, but... Yeah, we got like a maybe a little tip of the week. Yeah. Or um your favorite bathroom of the week, I don't know. There's a bathroom we don't talk about and we will not talk about it. Is that the uh... Don't say it. Oh, God. Don't say I know it. what you're talking about. Yeah, if you find it, let me know. Um or you, or smell it. Let smell us know. It. You can smell it. it. Doesn't smell like anything. Oh, are you talking about good or bad? Oh, I'm talking about a good secret oh, bathroom. I know exactly my favorite. We're not talking about that here. But um uh, you're talking about the haunted mansion. The ones by the Haunted Mansion by the railroad? Yeah, those are hit or miss. There's, it's there always is, a miss for me. There's a semi-secret bathroom. Is it Carnation Cafe? Back there? There is a bathroom. There's a bathroom There's there? a large bathroom along that the, the little alley where Carnation Cafe is. Yeah. There's a bathroom at the back of it. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah, a lot but of people in, like, in between Tomorrowland and uh, Carnation Cafe. Tomorrowland? Wait. No, no, no. No, that's Jolly Holiday. No, I'm talking Carnation Cafe with the little gazebo and there's a store there's this tiny walkway where you walk the outside eating area. Yeah. And there is a bathroom there. And it's not like a secret bathroom or anything. It's like a big bathroom. Everyone goes there, but it's mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know it's there. So there is a bathroom in the I, middle of Main Street, guys. There, There's Kirk's recommendation for the day. Uh, that was, uh, I had no idea about yeah, that. Yeah, you don't have so. to wait to City Hall. Um, and you don't have to go at the end of Main Street by Plaza Inn. Middle of Main Street, Carnation Cafe. There's a bathroom there. So, so. I think to uh, to end our kind of background on on Disney on Disneyland on how we kind of you know visit the parks and stuff, um, I think this is a good note to to end on. Do you prefer to walk or take the tram? Always tramming on the way in, but I'm always walking on the way out. That's true. That's true. I mean, we are called tramming. Yeah, but you, I love walking on the you, way out. You got to tram on the way in. You know, tramming. It's the first thing you do. It's right. how you get into the park. And then on the way out, there's that long line. But you know you. You get some extra steps in, as uh, my friend Christine likes to say. We're gonna get our steps in, yeah. and those will be her famous last words. But, <laughs> but you know, walk down downtown Disney, check the Salt and Straw line. Uh, maybe, maybe grab something on the way. You know, kill all the calories you just burned. But um, walk and then take that that beautiful bridge. I love. Bridges. I love that new bridge. A couple times, I uh, when the, after the bridge was built, I just hadn't gone on it. I was looking at my phone and on autopilot. Ended up at that last intersection and mm-hmm. then like skipped the whole bridge and I was so sad. And I remember uh, my friend Anissa, always also from the the mini mice, she was telling me some story about like, oh, I ran into this person and I was like, but I was I was trash talking them and I was so worried they were gonna hear and blah blah blah. And I was like, wait wait wait, this happened on the bridge. She's like, yeah. I'm like, so you're telling me you went on the bridge without me? <laughs> shade, ultimate yeah. shade. And, and that's all I cared about. But yeah, walk on the way out, tramming on the way in, walking on the way out. And if you don't know what tramming is, I'll, you know, when the park's open again, I'll post it. Maybe I'll just like do a little highlight thing. But um, 
my cousin Adam lived up the hill from where my parents lived um, back when I lived there, and we'd go pick him up, just like you know, bring him down the hill, and he'd say like, "Okay, let me know when you're on your way." And <laughs> when we were on the way, I would just say, "We jamming, we jamming," like the the Bob Marley song, yeah. jamming, and then you know we'd like do little things like that or like if we were like messing with someone he'd be like we scamming and then one day i was on the tram and i'm usually i'm alone and i'll find the like empty tram line and i sit Mm -hmm. all the way on the left and so once uh the tram is clear from that curve and the tram speeds up i pop my phone out of the side i record for that whole like instagram video before it goes to the next one right i've choose jamming and i go to a minute 20 always a minute 20 always a minute 20 and that's where you get where he just starts with the word jamming we jammin'. and then he gets like um i think it's like we're jamming right straight to your or something and then it ends and then i uh i just say we tramming and you know if a person has never heard that song and you say that it's saying we tramming i could believe it yeah 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 but, i mean who hasn't yeah okay, who hasn't you know what you song. say who hasn't but there's a lot of people who haven't heard a lot of things yeah um if you ever want, shout me out with a movie. I probably haven't seen it. But yeah, you know, tramming, important. Walk in on the way out. Get your steps in. Um, Pass by a Starbucks. I get my mobile order in every time. I got my skinny mocha. Thank you, Disneyland, for supplying us with skinny mocha. Most most Starbucks don't, but I, Disneyland does. You know, that Starbucks at the end, I used to... The Starbucks B, downtown Disney B? Yeah. yeah. I, I used to get like an ice water for the walk back, and they'd look at me all dirty. <laughs> Pro tip, just go to Earl of Sandwich and they have just the, grab the water cup. They have there's someone out, right? in front of them, just say, like, hey, can I get a water? And they'll be like, yeah, sure. And they're really excited because they don't care. Yeah. And then go fill your water and, you know, go on the way back. And um, yeah, so shout out to Earl of Sandwich also. But yeah. Shout well, out that it's still open. They reopened. Yeah. Back from the dead. Right. That was that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, RIP ESPN Zone, RIP AMC. An R.I.P. Rainforest Cafe and R.I.P. the Disney Vacation Club Center. That was like brand new. That's and the that's scamming where, center, man. Oh, yeah. come, come listen to us for an hour and a half for and a that's, fast pass. That's where they scammed me. That's exactly where they scammed me. Got three fast passes from it, of course. But they also got. Oh, we've got to do a DVC episode. Oh, we will. We will. I'll talk about all my uh, my points that I've used, all my points I haven't used. My 72 points that are in limbo right now because I don't know if I'm going to Japan or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Anything else uh, you want to talk about? Well, since we may never bring up Earl of Sandwich again, I just want to shout out the Holiday Turkey Sandwich. Shout out the Holiday Turkey Sandwich. And and, and shout out to my little buddy, Siana, who is in love with the Holiday Turkey Sandwich, the Moist Maker, and, um, and Anissa, who gets the cranberry on the side. Cranberry on the side? Hey, you get no mayo, so... Because uh, well, mayo is the devil. And shout out to Cynthia, who just likes a sandwich. Just like a normal... Just, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Is it... Does she? What does she get? She just she just eats the sandwich. No oh, complaints. Okay, I see. <laughs> no complaints. I see. So Shout um, out to that uh, Earl Grey lemonade that they have. Oh my God, you and your... I love your the Arnold... Arnold pa- the Arnie P. The Arnie P. But they call it the Earl Grey lemonade. That is awesome delicious delicious so yeah i mean we'll probably have some cute little closing segments at some point um thanks everyone for listening all righty everyone yeah thank you for listening um this was our first episode and i think went pretty well i never recorded my voice before and i think uh when i hear this back i'm gonna hate it i'm gonna hate the way my voice sounds but 
I was really glad we did it. And I'm really glad that, uh, that we got together to talk about some Disneyland right now, especially since we have no Disneyland. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've got some words of encouragement for you. It never gets better. The voice always sounds terrible to you. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I record on my friend's podcast sometimes, and uh, it's always terrible. So, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us, guys, and we hope you come back. Thank you, guys. See you real soon. Bye.